0: ladies and gentlemen the huddle is a place where your leader galvanizes your squad to go out and get the task at hand accomplished on this show what is promised is the truth and personality that you will get from host kenny c and the real Lil. so sit back relax and remember what happens in the huddle stays in the huddle
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Unexpected episode number 91. We were going to take a little break, but we could not, bearing the the big blockbuster trade that occurred. Today is a snow day for us New Yorkers. I was fortunate enough to get a day off from work. Did a little shoveling, but for the most part, was able to relax an extra day. And what better way to spend that day than to chop it up with these fellas. I am Kenny C. Alongside me, per usual, is the real Leal, Zach Crow. And Coach Mello, Cam Jones, how we doing, guys?
0: I'm doing good, man. Like you alluded to earlier in your opening statement, my brother, we were going to take a break at this point in time with everything dying down. But unfortunately, or should I say fortunately, things happen over the weekend. We got this mega blockbuster deal that we're going to chop it up right away about. And I can't wait to do it with y'all fellas. We also got the Super Bowl this upcoming weekend. And after that, man, life is going to be hard for a football fan. No games on Sunday, man. So we all got to find new hobbies on Sunday. So I'm not looking forward to that, but it is what it is. Let's get it.
2: Gentlemen, what's going on? Happy money to all of you guys on here. Just want to say, man, you know, I really thought we was going to take a little break. But after what I witnessed this past weekend, I was like, hey, 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 let's come back to the huddle real quick. Let's get it.
3: Yeah, boys, what's going on? One thing I will say is, I'm happy to be here recording with you guys today. And I think that this trade going out totally out of the window, out of nowhere, Saturday night, I think that's a little bit of a preview for this offseason to come. There are going to be so many quarterbacks on the move, maybe uh, some even more big-time position players. I'm really looking forward to talking about it with you guys today. Let's get to it. And you know what, Zach? Oh, yeah. And Cam and Kenny C, we all have a
0: little – well, me and Cam especially have a little saying called, bring that ass here, boy. He was going to take that break, and the NFL was like, bang that ass here in the huddle, yeah.
1: so we here. And we back, baby. We got this blockbuster trade. Absolute craziness, the Stafford and Goff blockbuster with picks involved. Who won the trade? Now, it took me a long time to really think about the trade, read up on some things on it, and to try to pick a winner here. The answer to the question, who won? I would just say yes. I think... Both sides won in their own way. I'll break it down first with the Rams. Rams make a move here to get a guy who has one. a Can hell of arm. Come on,
0: man. Let's go, hell of pick arm one.
1: brings to the table that vet talent. And this is a win now situation for the LA Rams. Clear to see also that the Goff-McVay uh, communication, marriage as they put it, is a divorce. They're donezo. 2019, 2020, they started declining. The Rams also get rid of that big contract and swing it over to Detroit and you get stafford who gets a number one defense argue or top five offensive line weapons at his disposal cup woods higby with a young backfield and mcveigh at the helm if they win a championship with matt stafford then this was a hundred percent a win for detroit but if they don't and they fail short in the time that they have with matt stafford then it's definitely not because you just jeopardized your entire future for the next three to four years looking at the lions the Lions get two first-rounders the next two years and a third-rounder this year with a revamped front office at that and a coaching staff, GM Brad Holmes and head coach Dan Campbell, and a 26-year-old Goff. Holmes, director of college scouting for the past seven years with LA, he was the guy that pushed LA hard to draft Goff in 2016, so there's some camaraderie there and some companionship between those two. You throw Goff into the mix, now you have an OC Anthony Lynn in there, and the Lions could potentially build around Goff and see what happens. Also, bottom line here for me with them, this is my last final take. They now have five first-round picks moving forward and options with them. You could trade up and get a quarterback in this year's draft with the capital you have. You could potentially get a 2022-2023 2020, quarterback and have, gap, and have this quarterback learn under Goff. Or you could build around Goff. So they have options. But the bottom line here is if Detroit doesn't use the capital that they have to build a winning formula in the future, this was an L for them and a win for the Rams.
0: Well, I'm going to break it down to everybody here right now. I know our audience that's watching the show is going to want a direct answer of who won this trade. And I know Kenny C took the easier way simply because he's right. Both teams won. Both sides won. But the fans want to know who we think won. So I'm going to give the fans what they want. First of all, we all said it. Both teams got what they wanted. But in my head, the calculator of low risk, high ceiling. Which one of those teams have that? And I think the Lions have that. And I'm going to go with the Lions. They won the trade. When you think about it, you know, the Lions get a lot of things. They get a motivated Jared Goff. They can decide whether or not they want him to be the quarterback of the future. In two two years, they can get rid of that contract without any dead cap. So it's not going to affect them longer term. Now we got the assets, which is the ace card in the NFL. You could be able to, you could do a lot of those things, a lot of things that you want with those drive picks. You just got to drive smartly. Now that's up for debate, but I'm talking about right now, looking ahead. So the Lions, they playing the longer game. The Rams is doing what they do. No risk it, no biscuit. As far as GM moves and getting guys to come over there and paying, moving up to drive Jared Goff and then trading him with all those picks and Brandon Cooks, that deal over there, Jalen Ramsey. They end up having to pay James Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey. Now, Matthew Stafford wasn't able to get an extension on his deal. So that means in two years, if he balls out this year, then you're going to have to end up paying him anyway. So you got rid of one contract. Now you got to pay him again. And it's too much risk. You know, Matthew Stafford, I didn't even touch his injuries. I'm not going to do it because I know other fellas got to get in here. But for right now, if you're telling me who won that trade, I'm going to go with the Lions, and I ain't lying.
3: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree with Will 100% here. My answer to this would be the Lions as well. Um, I think that when you look at the Rams, they have made so many moves when it comes to Jared Goff and everything that has went down since he's been in L.A. Think about it. The Rams had to give up two first-round picks in order to go get him. They originally weren't supposed to get that first pick. Then they pay him that big contract, and now they have to give up another two first-round picks in order to ship him out of here. To be honest, I think Jared Goff could be trending down that same level as a Josh Rosen or a Brock Osweiler because. I don't think any team is going to want to pay, is going to want anything to do with that contract. The only reason the Lions did was because they have two first round picks. They get two first round picks out of it. I think for the Lions, you're a rebuilding team, no matter who your quarterback was, Stafford, Goff, whoever, you weren't going to win this year anyway. I think they are just going to rebuild. I think they should maybe look towards drafting a quarterback towards uh, next year if if they don't believe in Jared Goff. That's fine. But you look at the Rams, like, Will, not to mention everything you said about Matthew Stafford and his injury history and his money, bro, how many playoff games has Matthew Stafford won? 0 and 3 0 and 3 Bro, so here's the thing. It's a solid trade for See, the well, Rams. He's
1: been in, in an, in an average-at-best system his entire career. Okay,
3: but give Not me – that's fine. Jim but give Schwartz. Me than, just give me win. one playoff win. I mean, win. come on me now. playoff
1: win. Just give me one. Exactly. In 12 years, just, just one. That's all I'm asking for. So he only made Lassen it three one. times, though, in his – and, one. One. and you can also argue as well, look at Jared Goff in the sense that they choked yeah, he, in the super bowl they got bowl, to the super bowl yeah. choked in the super they bowl. bowl he got bro, that, that championship that experience offense put up three points
0: so, so talking can you see real quickly here for before um zach's finish here since he's only three in, in playoffs now when it gets later on into the playoffs assuming that they go deep in the playoffs he doesn't have that championship pedigree which is something that you want when giving up that type hey. of assets Look but
2: he ahead. has an I,
1: above I, average above average system to work with and the best offensive minded system he's ever had in his whole career right, I get yeah, it with, a super here's the
3: thing though i think when you look at this the casual fan is going to look at this trade and just say oh the rams have a sick defense they have good weapons a good offensive line and a good coach the cat the average fan is just going to be like oh you you just didn't give them an improved quarterback that's going to be fine but like you guys know football is not a game just played on paper. I'm not picking Matthew Stafford to go to a Super Bowl before I see him win a playoff game, no matter who his coach is, no matter who his defense is. I believe in quarterbacks that much. And I think when you look at the Lions, they're just doing whatever they could have to get better. You look at the Rams, can you see? As you said, if they win a championship, fine. Like, well, I'll admit I was wrong. I just don't know if going from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford, I don't know if that risk was worth giving up two first-round picks because I think there's a really good shot it doesn't work out. I really do.
2: And Cam, well, ask them, gentlemen. Simply, I'm a, first and foremost. I want to say, what the f-? you don't only give up not one but two first round picks for a 32 year old quarterback in Matthew Stafford that have zero playoff wins, zero Super Bowl experience, and to give up all those assets because just for something short term. I believe it doesn't make no sense whatsoever. Clearly, Detroit, you know, Detroit won this trade obviously because hey, they got more in return from it. I mean, I don't think that they're going to stick to golf long term. This is just like a short term thing, in my opinion. But I just felt like what the Rams did, it's just stupid, and I believe that Matthew that Matthew Stafford will not live up to that expectation that you know that McVay is looking for. Granted, don't get me wrong. Now, in, in Matthew Stafford last you know past four seasons, you know his touchdown interception ratio is pretty up there, and his completion rate is like above sixty percent. But I don't think just like Lil mentioned. You don't have that
1: championship, that playoff pedigree to um, take that Rams to the next level. Another thing that's interesting here to note, though, too, is the fact that the Rams have not had a first-round pick the past six,
0: five or six years since 2016.
1: They've shipped around all of their picks, and what has happened? McVay still took them to three out of four, playoff, made them a playoff team three out of the past four years, an NFC championship win and a Super Bowl with that draft capital that they shipped away for various players, including Ramsey, etc. So draft capital is not always something that's going to pan out. I will out tell you this,
0: that I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I knew you was going to bring that. I knew somebody was going to bring that up here, and I'm glad I prepared <laughs> for it. You have to
1: bring it up. That's a valid when you think
0: point. Of, when you think about it, I know it is a valid point, but it's also when you know somebody's going to bring it up, you got to prepare for it. So I, that's what I did. When you think about it, the Rams was able to have that success before. But we all know, The situation at hand. It goes bigger than what the eye can see. We are in a pandemic, you know, and we know that this is going to be much harder the next couple of years on evaluating talent later on in the draft than it was earlier in these, you know, before these times because things are not done via Zoom. Things were done in person. You was able to have, you know, on the field scouts being able to evaluate these guys. Who's to say What's happening right now is not going to happen later on. I hope not, but, you know, things may change. Protocols is going to be different. It's going to be so harder to evaluate late-round talent than it was in the past. So, yeah, they may have succeeded earlier and may have not had those assets in the past and were still able to put together a championship-level squad, but you can't count on that forever. I've seen Bill Belichick draft great talent over the years and I seen him last year have a terrible draft and that's why they suck right now
1: well like I said to begin to take this is 100% a winner bust for the Rams I mean clear cut clear as but, day but think about you, how win, big you win and you win the trade think it's about big how big of a bust it could be like bro like the Rams are
3: out here playing Madden and if it works great but at the same time like they're, they're building their team around five players. And I just don't know in a league like the NFL how often that's going to work.
1: But let's yeah, not sit outside. here and act like Goff was not declining in LA. 2017, 2018, they have the first and second ranked offense respectively. They had a bad year. 2019, like 2020, old, huh? I think they had the 19th and the 12th ranked offense. So well, it was clear that that, was... that that relationship was severed. Bro, and and they I'm, got all that money out of the way the and shipping them
3: off. If you're the Rams and you want to give up two first round picks for Matt Stafford, I would have just given up four for Deshaun Watson. Because I at that point, I don't know what the like if you're not gonna value draft picks, fine. But like I don't Which even they have Matt, no, but I don't know if Matt Stafford is worth one first round pick, let alone two. I just think exactly. they gave up way too much.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and it's like fair. Oh, go ahead, Cam. Go ahead, my fault. Hey, also too,
2: Kennedy, did you also read an article today that the Rams was trying to pursue Aaron Rodgers before Um, before that they got yeah. to Matt Stafford. So I think that Matt Stafford was the backup plan. So that's why I believe that they gave up all those assets for him. Or I think, in my opinion, they were trying to give up all those assets for Rodgers, but since the Packers declined it, I just think they went with Stafford. You, you, you
1: could also look at it too, though, in the sense that they gave away a pick in order to give away $106 million with 40 mil guaranteed from a quarterback that's been declining the past two years. Okay,
3: but they're going to have to pay Stafford out point. <laughs> yeah, think about how much money we are going to have
1: to so pay Max on. Stafford. So either way, but it's not
0: basically, as much as golf. Basically, the, the Rams are running in circles right now. That's what it is. They were literally running in circles they're doing the church outside in circles. They play matted because they traded up to get Jared Goff just to trade him away with all them assets, and now they get rid of his
3: not
1: contract, tra- and now you're gonna have to pay Matthew Stafford contract. as well. So it's not like I think they I think they could potentially be a top team because you're it's- getting a guy that has one hell of an arm arguably arguably top 10, top 15 in the league, and who has been plagued with terrible coaching and a horrible Rodgers, pretty much no system for his yeah. entire cool. career. Cool. A now you cool. take cool. A Vey, one of the best offensive minds in the league at 35 years old, and put Stafford in that system, I could see him thrive. How confident are you
3: in this process? Because if I'm the Rams and I'm giving up two first-round picks, I have to be, like, at least – 70 75 percent sure like all right like we're winning a super bowl in the next two years and as good as with they the are teams, i can't i mean Stafford Bucking brings head. the skill They're set no way
1: a hell that. of a quarterback right i get it overlooked did. his entire career because he's been zero right. he playoff games like how's that exactly. being overlooked like they've only they, they've only, only been doing. to three playoffs since he's, he's been always, with them and he's only three we're gonna really value that you well like, if if you're saying the Rams are going to win a Super Bowl how can I confidently
3: confidently sit here and say they're going to do it with a quarterback that does not want a playoff game like I don't I can't say But they say have that. a
1: guy that finally has everything around him that's that's successful Can you see can you see you're not looking can at the big picture That's
2: Kevin Johnson Marvin Jones Kenny um
1: Kenny Dollar Galloway Day.
2: Yeah Galloway Day.
1: Yeah Galloway I'm trying to say, isn't that like Matthew like, have- right, Stafford? But that those Detroit teams were not as complete as what the LA Rams are currently. Right, I get it, but
3: still, bro, like you have to just just show it to me, and I'll and I'll be on board. On paper, it looks like a we great. We did the move. same thing. We had the same debate, even
0: though I know it's two different positions. And I'm gonna end with this. I also want to touch on something else with Matthew Stafford, but moving out of the debate a little bit, some other news with Matthew Stafford. But we had this same debate with Jamar Adams when he got traded to Seattle and yes. I told you the Jets won that trade did Seattle win a championship no, no. they didn't the Jets everybody's all this around the Jets now they hide Robert Seela. they have all the assets and guess who's on the market Deshaun Watson so who won that trade so that's what I'm trying to tell you even though you may get the better player out of the two that doesn't mean there's going to be a Super Bowl waiting for you You got to go out and get it. And with all the talent that's around in the league, Aaron Rodgers had a good team this year. He got bumped. Saints had a good team this year. They got bumped. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is still here. Tom Brady just said he want to play past 45. They ain't going nowhere. The Chiefs ain't going nowhere. So it's not guaranteed that they're going to win a championship. So that's why the Lions won this trade for me for
1: right now. We're back here that this could this blockbuster deal could definitely affect. And that is, what impact does this trade now have on Deshaun Watson?
0: Um, I would say this. It has a lot. Well, let me, I, I'll take that back. It has a small portion of it. It has a small portion, right? Not a lot. I'll take that back. And the reason why I say that is because when you think about it, Deshaun Watson, there's rumors about Deshaun Watson and Tua Tagovailoa. of And we already had a quarterback swap in this deal that we just talked about. So it may give some type of heat towards another quarterback swap that we may see, which was the swap that Zach came up with before I heard it in the media. I'm going to throw that at him, which was Tua and Deshaun Watson, Zach is here, right? I don't know why I'm giving so much love to Zach today, but hey, it is what it (laughs) is. Tua and, and Deshaun Watson, that could be the next, you know, quarterback switch. And obviously, y'all know how I feel about that. I think that's a good move for Miami to make. I don't know about the Texans because I don't believe Tua is that great. But Deshaun Watson is a hell of a quarterback. I really hope he gets his way. And when you think about L.A. and what we just talked about with Matthew Stafford, L.A. seems to get all the free agents. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, even in baseball, right? I don't watch a lot of baseball, but I'm sure y'all know. Mookie Betts, exactly. They get all the free agents in L.A. and Houston seems to lose all the free agents. Um, D-Hop, well, that's because we don't know why that happened. But James Harden won it out. I mean, J.J. Watt now won out. Now there's Sean Watson, who I believe is the top two quarterback in the league. And if he had a weapons, shoot, maybe number one. But that's up for debate. So I think this has a little bit of impact, and that's my thoughts.
3: Yeah. One thing I'll say to that is if I'm the Houston Texans and – you don't have a top 10 pick in this year's draft. You don't even have to call me. Don't even bother. Because if I'm giving you Deshaun Watson, I need something back that gives me at least a bridge towards my future franchise quarterback. If they think it's Tua, you know, if they think it's Sam Darnold and they want to pull the trigger, all right, whatever. But I I don't think this trade has a lot to do with um, the Watson trade. I think they're two separate situations. I mean, maybe, You know, they see one trade get going soon, they'll get going with it. But I just want to say this, man, the more and more I think about it, as a Jet fan, I'm I'm dreaming, and the Jets have what could be the most valuable asset the Texans could get back if they want to trade Deshaun Watson. That's the number two pick in the draft. As Will said, in that Jamal Adams trade, we got two extra first-round picks from Seattle. uh We could give them – I would be personally be willing to give them uh, a Quinnen Williams per se if that is what – Uh, you know, we'll get it done. But, man, like, we have to do whatever we can to get this guy to We've never seen anything like this before. A quarterback that's about to enter his prime that already got paid at age 25 just directly telling his team, after he made his money, I don't want to be here. And this is such a special situation that any team that doesn't have a good quarterback should be in the market. But when you're the Jets and you have that number two pick and all the draft capital you have, you got to go make it happen.
2: Well, I said for me, gentlemen, I believe that, you know, this trade does not have no type of impact on Deshaun Watson whatsoever. I'm going to tell you why, because there are nine teams that's going to need quarterbacks this offseason. And those nine teams are the Atlanta Falcons, the Denver Broncos, the football team, Washington football team, the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, the San Francisco 49ers, the New Orleans Saints, the the Indianapolis Colts, and the New England Patriots. So these nine teams, you know, you have to look at the situation. Like Lil brought up like a Capuzzo, the Atlanta Falcons. If you, trade, if you swap Deshaun Watson for Matt Ryan, it's a win-win situation. Okay, because it looks like the Falcons are about to go in the rebuilding stage. If you trade them to the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos has some young, you know, some young asset receivers, some upcoming receivers that could help Deshaun Watson. So I do think the Denver Broncos quarterback situation probably might favor Deshaun Watson. The football team. You know we don't know the condition of Alex Smith if he will return back to Washington next season. So I do believe that that also could work out in Deshaun Watson's favor as well.
0: Yo Cam, New York Jets. One thing. Go just ahead. One thing, real quickly here, and I'm gonna let you go. I'll make this very short, ten seconds. Before Washington, the Washington football team, whatever the hell their name is, before they try to get Deshaun Watson, come up with a name for your team, please. The <laughs> football team. What the hell is that? Go ahead, my brother Muffle, my I just want right. to do that.
2: You good? So the New York Jets, just like Zach mentioned, the New York Jets has so much assets from the Jamal's Adam trade. I do believe, hey, if we if we give the Houston Texans our assets, I would love to have Deshaun Watson down in Gang Green, baby. You feel me? Hey, you know, if he comes to us, the AFC is is ours. I'm gonna tell you this right now. It's it's ours. Also too, the Miami Dolphins, I, I don't think the Miami Dolphins are too sold on tour. I think that right now they're they're in a win now situation. So I do think that I could see that happening, the Deshaun Watson for a 2-0 trade. Um, Sam Friend, I believe that they're done with Jimmy, with Jimmy G. So at this point, they're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but give him the finger.
1: Yeah, so. I don't know if
3: they could afford that, though. That's yeah.
2: Not, me a you know, the Saints, Drew Brees about to retire soon. So I, I think that, I mean, why not have a Deshaun Watson on your team? You know, they do have some, you know, speedsters, you know, in New Orleans, like Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Hey, that's a good option there. Um, the Colts, Phillip Rivers retire. They have some good, you know, young receivers too that, that Deshaun Watson could work with. And last, I say the Patriots because I don't, you know, in the off season they say Cameron's not coming back next season. So I think Belichick part of my look into them. But at this point, like I said, those nine teams, you know, those nine teams that I mentioned, I do believe that hey, they all could favor, you know, you know, play
1: out to get Watson. It's all about who's willing to give up some good quality assets for him. So we'll see. Hey. Exactly, Kim. And what it really comes down to is which of those nine teams is going to be able to surrender two to three, in my eyes, first round picks for Deshaun Watson. That's why this trade could have had some sort of a minimal impact in the sense that for a 33-year-old guy, the, the Rams shipped away two first rounders and a third rounder. So what what is Watson's worth? It's got to be at least two to three first rounders for a guy like Watson.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree with um, everybody, what everybody said, I don't think it was wrong. And Kenny C, you made up a point that I just want to touch on too and add on to is that, yeah, we can all sit here and say it doesn't have an impact. I think it's a little impact, but Kenny C said it. We just had a deal. So it was already laid out what what, what Matthew Stafford was worth. So you're not going to play me and act like I'm getting any less than what Matthew Stafford got. You're giving me more. So it basically set that precedent. It, it showed the world, all right. This is what Matthew Stafford is worth. So now we know what Deshaun Watson was worth. Yeah, you could say you probably knew before the, the deal anyway, but now it's there. It's in front of your face. So don't play me. Don't try to play with my money. And another thing too that I want to touch on to is I forgot my point. So no other point.
1: <laughs> and since we're talking about a player's worth, this segues perfectly into the next segment in which Leo threw a curveball. I literally just saw this like 10 minutes before we started. But in terms of worth, We're looking at two very valuable players here in Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes. Who is more valuable to their team and why?
3: Yeah, boys, I'm going to start it off here. I'm going to have to say Tom Brady is more valuable to his team. I think that the way he's came to Tampa Bay and the way that team has been able to not only make the playoffs for the first time in 12 years, but go to a Super Bowl for the first time in 20 years, it just tells you all you need to know. Uh, I was actually talking about this on my show the other day, like Tom Brady went to the yucks, a team that has no winning history, a team that was really couldn't, they couldn't get out of their own shell to be honest. And what he's been able to do just coming there and changing their culture, it's been really fun to watch. And you look at Tom Brady. I don't think any other quarterback could have just went to a new team and he's like, Oh, yo, Gronk, you're coming out of retirement. You, you want to play with me? All right, bet. AB, a- Come to Tampa Bay, like Bruce Arians and Antonio Brown hated each other in Pittsburgh, and now all of a sudden, yourself? okay. And now, and now all of a sudden, Antonio Brown's there, and, and he's playing well. So I just think the impact that Tom Brady has on the franchise has been quite evident to me, and it's almost like a LeBron James effect. You know, the Lakers were irrelevant before LeBron got there. To be honest, he goes right there within two years; they're in the championship. So. Uh, Mahomes is a great talent, but, you know we, know, we know the story with the Chiefs. They have weapons, and um, we saw them win with Alex Smith. I think uh, Tom Brady, what he's been able to do in Tampa Bay has been super impressive.
2: I mean, for me, I- I'm going to hate to say this, but I'm going to say Team Brady. Brady is more valuable to his team because, you know, just like – just piggyback to what Zach said. Tampa Bay was irrelevant for 12 seasons, gentlemen, 12 seasons. They went to different quarterbacks. They had Josh Freeman, Mike, uh, Mike DeLong, and um, Jameis Winston. I mean, who would have thought that a 43 year old quarterback coming from New England would come around, change a franchise in one season, and lead them to a Super Bowl? And I do think that, you know, I had that theory that it was Belichick's system that made Brady look good. But in my opinion, I think Brady makes everybody around him look good. So I'll say Brady is more valuable to the team than Mahomes, even though I love Mahomes. I love him, Mahomes.
0: I would say this, man. I got to get the gold on my wall real quick. Thank you. Say it, say it, say it. We, we have six minutes left, so I'm going to make this quick. Um, yeah, it's Tom Brady, man. We we I thought I was going to go with I got the gold behind me. It's Tom Brady. Look, Tom Brady just looked when he became a free agent. He looked at the teams that was interested, and he said, you know what? Buccaneers, I'm taking you to the Super Bowl. He ain't say I'm joining the Buccaneers. He ain't say I'm signing the two-year deal. He said, Buccaneers, you're going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations. That's what he said back then, and it surely happened. He just basically took the Buccaneers to the Dagon Super Bowl and picked them. He chose them. And that was a good team to choose because now you're making yourself greater. You're showing your worth. Sometimes you got to go out and show your worth, right? He could have went to another team, could have went to the 49ers, could have went to the other, another team that had great weapons. But you know what? He's showing you his worth. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take a team that haven't touched primetime in years, give them five primetime games this year. And not only that, it's not only about the flashing lights. It's not only about Gronk. It's not only about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Oh, yeah, we're going to win games. Then we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Seven and nine, We last year, we're not going to sit here and play Jameis Winston like that brother is not a hell of a quarterback. He's a hell of a quarterback. He took that team to 7-9, and nine, 5,000 yards. Obviously, the interceptions was crucial. But that brother is talented. He came into that game two weeks ago in a divisional round. One play threw a perfect ball on that fake draw play by Sean Payton. He's a talented quarterback. But Brady is the GOAT, and he's the GOAT for a reason. It's Tom Brady. He's most valuable. You already know how I feel about Pat Mahomes. He's great. Top three in the, in the league, arguably up for debate. Best quarterback in the league right now but he has the best offensive coordinator, head coach, top three wide receiver, top tight end, great defensive coordinator, great surrounding cast, and you know what? It is what it is.
1: Yeah, this topic, I'll keep it short and sweet too. Topic was designed to be a debate, but nobody's fallen into that trap. Tom Brady's 43 years old. To go to it, to literally pick a team of his choice, and let's not not discredit the Bucs entirely because – he still had virtually the same pieces on the line with the addition of worfs and solid ass weapons for Brady with a defense that was on the rise. So Brady just made that team the next step up and elevated them to being able to compete for a Super Bowl, brought his genius IQ to the game and his leadership, et cetera. And I mean, you guys hit it on the head already. Mahomes it, since he'd been drafted, has been put in a very solid situation to say the least. And Brady, at the age that he that he's at, to be able to elevate a team like this, I mean, it just shows speaks volumes to how great he is. And we will be right back. Short commercial break before we get into the final topic. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> huddle,
2: huddle, 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 huddle,
1: huddle. Break. It. All right, fellas. We back here in the huddle. Last topic to wrap it up. Giving reactions and takeaways to the Washington Wizards winning a wild shootout against the Brooklyn Nets, 149 to 146. Me personally, I'll take a back seat because I'm a big hockey guy, so I've been focusing a lot on my Islanders, and these fellas will give you their reactions and takeaways right now. I just want to say, what the
2: fuck? <laughs> you guys, 146 to 141, less than 12 seconds left in the game. There's no way in hell. The Washington Wizards, the team that only played 16 games to only come back and beat you guys yesterday. And another thing too, you guys allowed 48 points in the fourth quarter. What type of it is this dog? I don't understand this crap whatsoever. I understand this, Steve Nash, I understand it. this is your first year being a head coach. I understand you yeah, have Mike D'Antoni on your coaching staff. Yo, this is not Phoenix Suns no more. This is not the Houston Rockets. We play defense, we play offense and defense. This this, this all offense crap. I got to stop that has to stop because I'm tired of it I'm tired of seeing like everything when I look at the box score like you guys are averaging over 130 points a game like you you're allowing the other team to score over 130 points a game this makes no sense whatsoever and Joe Hurst bring that ass here boy you <laughs> <laughs> stupid, stupid crap <laughs> on that inbound why did you like turn the ball over like that to Westbrook and boom he hit the three he hit the, the game winning three this makes no sense Kyrie Irving, bring that ass here, boy. Oh, I say, I'm not gonna feel sorry for you. Say, oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry, I cannot guard a stick, boy. You sorry, you sorry as hell on defense. Like I don't understand. You let Bradley Bill who 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 walk out on you, j three in your face. What what sense does that make? Oh, <laughs> I remember I the back to Comedy when it was a, Central. Yeah, this take, is a two-way position. You play offense, you play defense. I don't understand. Like, bro, you getting paid all this money for what? Just to play offense? If that's the case, then bye, leave, go home, go go somewhere else. Because I'm tired of this crap, man. It doesn't make no sense. We got the, one of the best offensive in the league and two have one of the worst defensive in the league. Like, at this point, I'm just depressed right now. It's going to haunt us down the line in the playoffs. So, at this point, the Nets got to get it together. That's all I have to say. I'm sorry, gentlemen.
3: Yeah, one thing I'll say is that listen to this stat. So, since the Harden trade – The Nets have 122.6 offensive rating, best in the league. And if it were to continue, it would be the best offensive rating of all time on defense. They have since the Harden trade, 119.9 defensive rating, which is currently the worst in the league. And if it were to stand, it would be the worst defensive rating of all time. So that tells us all we need to know about the Brooklyn Nets. However, you cannot lose to the Washington Wizards when you have a five-point lead. Uh, you guys remember a couple weeks ago, we had Corita uh, on from Washington. I think she, since she came on the show, the Wizards have been jinxed. They got COVID a couple times. They've been out for a, a couple days. Nice. They can't win a game. And Russell Westbrook, before this game against the next Nets, to be honest, looked washed. And the fact that the Nets let him drop, uh, you know, that many points on him for the win, game-winning shot. If you want to win a championship, like, I get it, it's one regular season game, but – we know it's going to take time, but at the same time, man, like, I don't know how you can watch this team right now and just think, like, they're coming out of the East, let alone winning a championship. Because I understand right now the Eastern Conference is wide open, but the Nets off the bat don't pop out to me.
0: Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to say I'm sorry for everybody that's watching the show that's seeing my head look like a daggone mop. You feel me? I got to get my head done, but it is what it is. But look, back to this topic, I just wanted to throw that out there because people probably watching the show like, damn, what's going on with this brother here right now? It is what it is, bro. It's snowing outside, you know, I got to deal with it. You feel me? And Cam, you just got to deal with what you got to deal with when it comes to the Nets, bro. (laughs) The Nets are what they are, bro. They defensively garbage. We all know they can put up points. But can you stop somebody? You feel me? And basketball is a game that a ball is going to go through the hoop. If you – can outscore teams they can outscore you you gotta be able to stop somebody it's that simple when you up five with what what was it than 10 50 seconds yes, yes you yes, gotta yes, win that yes. game but i'm gonna am gonna look in the other side of the ball here i'm gonna go to the washington washington wizards at least they got a name not like their counterparts but um <laughs> you, you feel me because i gotta give credit to russ now look i'm not the biggest russ guy people knew that people like Yo, Lil, you disrespected Russ. This was back then. And when I told people you can't win a championship with Russ, that proven to be true, Lil Shadamis. But one thing that Russ had is heart. That brother be running, 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 Russ. But he runs with heart and intensity. He missed the three-pointer a couple plays before that three-pointer that he made. So most guys will be shaking out their boots. I'm not ready for that moment. Joe Harris made a dumb play. The ball got back to Russell Westbrook. And what does he do? He shoots that same three-pointer from that same spot and makes it. You got to give that brother credit, you know, just taking that shot after missing it because that's what Russ do. He's going to miss a lot, but he may hit something when it counts the most, which it did yesterday. So the Washington the Washington Wizards, rather, they are better than what their record show. They, they have talent. They just got to piece it up together. They just got to – and I think they will have more games because of COVID. Obviously, those games were canceled, so they want to have games at the back end. And who knows, they might use this win and might propel them to other victories and they can start racking up victories. And with the playoff play-in games, 8-9 C could play in, they can get that. That's highly accessible. So be patient with that Washington Wizards team. I don't think they're going to come out the East, but be patient. But with the Nets, they know what they got to do. They don't need
1: me to say it, so I'm done. And all I could say on this, fellas, is look, when we broke down the Harden trade, this is exactly what we talked about. Only way that the Nets are going to have success is by outscoring their teams. And they had 146 points, and they still couldn't get the job done. At the end of the day, you need some sort of defense, and they ship that all the with that trade. Right now, fellas, right now, this could look like the trade was a bust for Brooklyn. It's early. It's early. But you could you could say that. It can I mean, be
0: salvage. It it's could that- be a
1: precursor to that. They
0: They just got to get busy by the deadline They got to get busy They signed Iman Shumpert Um, Listen, I don't think Iman Shumpert got too much left But he brings you defense You don't need any more offense So you can have him running out there to guard dudes on the perimeter But you also need to have more defense around Maybe get a I don't even know what to say But there's guys out there Get a Jamal (laughs) McGee Get a DeVell McGee for cheap, you know, off for Cleveland. They got too many bigs. They got Lance. They got Dag on Drummond. They got McGee. They got Jared Allen, Prince. They got so many bigs out there. Yeah. What the hell they doing with all them bigs over there? You feel me? So get one of those guys, you know, and try to improve on your defense because you're going to need defense, baby. If you want to stop Anthony Davis and LeBron James, you're going to need defense. And right defense. now, it's non-existent. And, also, <laughs>
1: and with, that, with that, we wrap this thing up. One
2: last thing, one last thing. One last, one last thing. thing from Coach Mello. One last thing, man. Just like a little piggyback. Get Javel McGee. Like, there's some guys that aren't teams that have too much of bigs. Trade for them. Like, you know, it's dirt cheap. It's not that hard, gentlemen. It's not that hard, Brooklyn. I understand. You know, you guys gave up a lot of assets for Harden. Oh, hallelujah. But come on, like. Yo, this one going hunt us down the line in the playoff. But, so, by all means going to be a, a second-round exit. And I don't mean a second-round exit. I want us to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, go to the finals, win the chip, So I have it right to brag. You feel me? Go on Facebook, be like, hey, my team is better than your team. Did your team win the championship? I don't think so. So, don't talk to me.
0: <laughs> I don't care who wins the championship other than the Lakers. I don't want the Lakers winning the championship. Yeah, so, yeah, anybody exactly. else that wins, I'm fine with it's it. Get LeBron I best-
1: and Davis the hell out of there.
0: And I think the Nets have the best chance of doing so with Damn their talent, bro. so they need to put uh, it together. You, Lil, I didn't know you were uh, a LeBron hater like that. Wow. I'm, oh, Zach, don't play me like that, brother. I don't <laughs> hate the brother. Let us get that straight. LeBron James, I appreciate everything that brother do, especially off the court. But I right. just don't want him to win again. You feel None. me? Because man, I feel like he kind of – It's not even the fact that he's annoying. He's good, yeah, but – No, not
1: him. I'm saying it's annoying that, he, that he's winning like this. Bro, every yeah. year I see
2: LeBron in the finals. Like, come on, bro. Like, I just – <laughs> like, I want to see somebody else. Like, I want to see, like, something good. LeBron, 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 LeBron. And we, you year.
0: know what? We ain't going to get it this year in football because Tom Brady going to win his seventh ring. So I'm pretty sure y'all ain't going to want Tom Brady and LeBron James winning it again. So y'all best hope is that the Nets get it together because Tom Brady has winning his seventh ring. So All y'all right. want LeBron to lose, Nets get it and let's together. See,
1: and let's see what Patty Mahomes has to say about that, fellas. The next time we will see each other is post-Super Bowl. And with that, peace.
3: Have a good one, boys. Yo.